These are some of the major stories which made the news this week in the Hunter. Hunter Domestic Violence Services were calling on the state government to assess the legal system and provide more funding for victims following the tragic death of Mackenzie Anderson on Friday night. The 21-year-old was allegedly fatally stabbed by her former partner in her Mayfield home. CEO of Nova for Women and Children Kelly Hansen said more needs to be done to protect women and children in the region. The legal system has let another woman down. He was paroled, also had Navy Owen was paroled from prison, obviously the assessments of her safety and his behaviours didn't work. It failed her. And so she was unsafe. And we've also got the exposure of a young child, which is a horrific set of circumstances. The federal budget promised big things for the hunter in hopes to ease cost of living pressures across the region. Eligible low and middle income earners are set to get a one-off tax offset, which could make a single income household $1,500 better off. The government's also cutting the fuel excise by 22 cents per litre for the next six months to ease the pain at the pump. Regional Health Minister Dr David Gillespie also announced a $100 million investment in medical school places at rural schools. He said it's an important step in fixing the Hunter's GP crisis. Having med schools from the regions, training the regions, means a lot more young doctors decide to stay in the regions. It's one of the long-term Uh, structural drivers of getting more and better distributed uh, GP and other specialist workforce into country areas, including the Hunter. The Hunter's business community also welcomed some relief in the budget, tax relief for businesses, deductions for businesses investing in technology and skills, and more funding for apprentices and trainees are all on the agenda. $100 million will also be injected into preparing the port of Newcastle for hydrogen exports. Business Hunter CEO Bob Hawes said it's a good step forward, but there's room for improvement. Continued focus on infrastructure, defence, energy and and in some cases innovation and technology through medtech and things like that are welcome but you know with the the measures for housing are a little bit disappointing um you know we were, I don't believe that the stimulation of demand is going to do anything for the supply of housing across the region the opposition slammed the budget from the hunter however describing it as a last ditch effort to win votes ahead of the federal election Labor said the blueprint only offers a short-term fix for serious cost-of-living issues. Shortland MP Pat Conroy said it leaves a lot to be desired. And it's a budget lacking a long-term plan. There's nothing in it for aged care, which there's a huge crisis in, and there's nothing in health to help deal with the massive GP shortage we've got at the moment. So it's a plan with a bit of cash splash before the election, but it doesn't help long-term with cost-of-living, aged care or health. A man is facing fraud charges and weapons offences after police raided a home in Hamilton on Thursday morning. Officers seized several items including a replica pistol, ammunition, an extendable baton, two motorcycles believed to be stolen, cash, methamphetamine, ecstasy and cannabis. They also seized false documentation and driver's licences. A 34-year-old was arrested at the scene and now faces 42 offences. Former Deputy Lord Mayor Paul Scobie passed away this week after an illness at the age of 75. He served on council for nine years, retiring in 2008 
when his daughter and now current Lord Mayor Nuitali Nelms was first elected as a councillor. Deputy Lord Mayor Declan Clausen said Mr Scobie is leaving a great legacy for the city. Paul Scobie was an absolute giant, particularly in uh, environmentalism and conservation, somebody that fought for the conservation of the Kakadu National Park against uranium, uh, who fought to save uh, forests in the Northern Rivers region of New South Wales, who put environmentalism on the agenda during his time as Deputy Lord Mayor and a councillor. To NURFM Sport. And in sport this week, Jets youngster Archie Goodwin had a night to remember, scoring both goals in the upset win over Sydney FC. The 17-year-old was brought back into the side after a number of players were ruled out with COVID. Coach Arthur Papa said he wants Goodwin at the club for a long time. Despite being down to 12 for much of the game, the Knights will take some confidence from their 38-20 loss to Penrith. They were well in the game with 10 minutes to play before a couple of late Panthers tries. Meanwhile, Newcastle Knights forward Mitch Barnett was suspended for six games after being found to be acting reckless, not intentionally, by the NRL judiciary. Barnett was sent off when he struck opponent Chris Smith on the jaw with his elbow. And Knights NRLW prop Aneta Nuasala said winning the club's inaugural Player of the Year award has made a difficult time worth it. The 27-year-old relocated to the Hunter from New Zealand to play for the Knights' first ever NRLW season this year, leaving her family across the pond. Nuasala suited up for all five matches this season and says the season was a success despite the results. And now you're up to date with the week's top stories from 2NURFM Hunter News.